What is up? Welcome back to the On The Burst podcast. I'm your coach, Brandon Savage, and I'm joined here by my assistant coach, Timmy Moody. How are you, Timmy? Yeah, good, bro. It's been a pretty fucking stressful day. It's just been flat chat and... You seem flat. Yeah, You've got a coffee and a Coke Zero that's yeah, bloody been a, caffeine. It's been, it's been a hectic day. It's just been one thing after the other, but um, yeah, look, it's we, we're going to just push through and go with the flow and... You know, we just recorded another podcast, and eventually I'm going to go lay my head down tonight. It's going to be the most fucking beautiful sleep. Well, while you're putting your head down sleeping, I'm editing this to make sure it comes out crispy, clean, and Appreciate nice. Appreciate the hard and work <laughs> for you do, mate. Yeah, putting in the hard yards, coming on the burst. Um, taking strong carries. Taking very strong carries. Uh, 40 days until the NRL kicks off. Are you excited? Yeah, pumped. Um, it feels like it's like really around the corner. It felt like it was dragging on for ages. It was never going to come. And then Christmas happened, New Year's, and now it's – I reckon that 40 days is going to go like that. 40 days is literally a month. Yeah, it's good. Well, a bit more. But, yeah, it's, gonna, yeah. <laughs> it's not literally. Don't you hate them people that use the word literally, not literally? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just did that. Yeah, it's all right. I don't hate you, though. Yeah. Anyway, um, on the burst last week, mm. uh, one of our biggest on the burst episode by far, and obviously we were planning on – it being bigger, not in the off-season. Obviously, in the off-season, it was a drag, but I think how awesome. I'm so stoked that you guys got around it. And if you're back here listening after last week, well, then thank you. This is our NRL show where we go over all the NRL news. We play a little few fun games here and there. And we just make it fun. We're not we're not experts. We're just massive fans of the game. And we've got the better podcast than the average Joe. Like, we've seen some podcasts recently. The market is saturated and they're pretty dog shit, aren't they? Oh, look, there's a lot better, better than ours too, you know. There are, there are. I give yeah. you that. Bloody oath, but yeah, I mean. You don't want to get cancelled, you don't want to say much, Yeah, I'm very, I'm very like that, bro. I'm very, uh, t- I toe the line, man. Where are you going to get, how are you going to get anywhere if you're not, if you just don't say what you want to say? You don't want the, the listeners to be thinking, <laughs> he's holding back on us. I, He's not my mate. No, he's, he's not sharing with me. What yeah, I just like to. I don't really like to be too negative. I'm trying to be just not negative about things, you know. So yeah. if it's a negative thing, if someone's not that good, I don't want to put shit hey, in them, you no, know. I'm not being negative to yeah. a certain person. Yeah, I'm no, just, not at all. I'm, I'm just, being I'm negative just, to a group of just people. Trying to put, <laughs> I'm just trying to put nice things out there. That's all. <laughs> nah, I'm, that's all right. Um, this podcast is pretty dog shit, to be fair. But we still run with it, and I'm stoked that you guys got involved in it. So thank you. Um, we're only going to get bigger and better as the season goes on, hopefully. How is your weekend? Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was pretty chill. Um, bit of uh, super coach study. Uh, I've discovered a new show that I'm, I can't believe I've never known about this. It's on YouTube called Kill Tony. It's a stand-up comedy show where they have like a host, a couple of comedians that are made it in the industry or like, you know, Joe Rogan's, that sort of stuff, uh, Theo Vaughn. And then they have guys that come up on women um, and people who identify as whatever they want. Um, <laughs> there's me trying to be <laughs> real toe on the line. But, yeah, come up and do a one-minute bit, and if they're shit, like, they kind of get roasted. It's awkward, and it's a fun watch, but then you get other guys that are just really good, or girls. Um, but, yeah, yeah, it's a really good show. I really recommend it. I haven't seen had anything that I'm that, like, keen on watching in a long time. And yeah. I just look forward to it every afternoon. I try to watch an episode. I've got to be honest. Kill I Tony. I haven't watched TV for a long time. 
Well, it's on. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Yeah, it's no, pretty good. But even even YouTube, like I, I'm. It's a relaxed vibe. It's you know, it's it's fun. It's fun. It's a good laugh. I like a laugh. I'm watching all these bloody um, like Supercoach NRL shows at the moment. Yeah, I need to get a break from that. You know what I mean? I need to like have like. I haven't needed a break from it. I've been deep. I've been deep in the balls it. in you this whole it. season. Uh, my weekend. Was pretty pretty good. Uh, had sports shared TV charity match training on the weekend. Mm-hmm. We ran some block plays. We ran some shape. Mm-hmm. Random stats guy. He is an absolute gun. He's one to watch out for in the charity match. Mm, um, so yeah, February third, link in bio. Just okay. plugging that every week until. I'm so excited. Um, Drinkwest. We went to Drinkwest on Friday. Yeah, that was a good great uh, brisket burgers down next door there. You, the brisket you, boys. You downed two brisket burgers. Easily, mate. Yeah, love them. I could uh, inhale probably about four or five of them. They're so good. I love. I've only recently discovered brisket. I've always heard people be like, "I'm cooking brisket, I'm cooking brisket," and never knew what was going on. Um, but I, I get it now. Brisket's good. Mm. I did twenty-seven thousand steps on Friday. Yeah, it's hectic. And then downed it with some beers. I didn't have a brisket burger myself because um, I wasn't hungry. Yeah, but then you, I missed, went, you missed out. But then I went home and I don't think I – I don't know if I ate when I got home. I don't know. Fuck. No, I didn't eat. So that's why it explains semi-hangover I had after a couple of beers. Which you is, have a couple of pingers or something that day, <laughs> just walking around doing 27,000 Ks, not eating. <laughs> no, the 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 27,000 steps was to make sure I could have a couple of beers, right, yeah. get, in, get them into me. I did a video on the weekend, which was three teams I think are going to rise – in the ladder this year, it was the Cowboys, the Titans, and the Rabbitohs. I think the Rabbitohs will fight it out for the top prize if it's not Penrith. Uh, but I wanted to bring the question to you. Who do you think three teams that are going to rise and three teams that are going to fall? Three teams off the top of my head that I think are going to fall are the Warriors. Mm. I've heard a lot of people say Melbourne. I don't think Melbourne are going to fall. Uh, I think Brisbane are still going to be in the four, but they're not going to come second. And I don't think the Knights are going to have the season they had last year. Yeah. Well, I'll start by saying I've been thinking about this a fair bit and I've I've found it really hard to try and, you know, separate a lot of these sides. You know, there's there's a couple of teams that are, you know, I think that would probably be the bottom two and a few teams I'm pretty confident will be in the top two I'd say but in between there I feel like you could just jumble that up and it wouldn't shock me like in any order just random scramble I'd be like yep that doesn't doesn't shock me at all Um, I think I could be wrong Um, a little bit of a vibe I've got is although I feel like the the fins are actually getting quite stronger as a side I don't know I just I'm not confident. I don't know. Maybe they'll stay about where they're at. I was thinking they might go down, but I feel like the lack of what they um, lose in um, second year sort of syndrome, like I think they really, whatever, their first year in the competition, they just had this lot of energy about that. Yeah. Um, so I think they lose a little bit of that going into the second year, but I think players like Herbie and Flegler going to the club probably alleviate that and make it sort of like it – Nothing's changed. So I won't put them down or up. I'll leave them where they are. I really like your one for the South, um, the Bunnies. I think they should have just been in the top eight last year. Yeah. And I think that they'll fix that up. And I, I think that they're a genuine 
threat to the competition for sure. Latrell has lost 10 kilos in the offseason, over 10 kilos in the offseason. Yeah. I think that's scary. Yeah, if he can have a great, like, long, full year, as close to... Daily M. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'd like to see him and Nath both stay on the field and yeah. and compete for it and then be at the end of the year. We're both watching because they're two, you know, elite players, I reckon, that... They're two they by the end of their career. If they haven't got a daily M, mm. then it's injustice because they're, they're both the best players on the field every time they play. So For hopefully just part, time yeah. on the field helps them. So... Um, yeah, so I like so that. did you definitely say your rises or falls? Or yeah, did you just so fuck de- around the question de- de- like no, you always fucking do? Definitely the bunnies up. Um, I think I like Melbourne. I think Melbourne. This is where I like every time I go, oh, Melbourne going to be in the top two or three. Then I go, well, I also think, I don't think Brisbane are going to drop off too much either. I re- I, a lot of people who reckon they will. I think they're going to be hungry just like Penrith were after losing their grand final yeah. to the storm i reckon they'll be very hungry i think they might lose more games along the way just randomly but are they gonna fall no oh well, yeah from two fucking yeah. answer the question okay. oh, i'm trying to discuss it you just you had the whole you've thought about this you've done a fucking podcast on it <laughs> and you just put it on me so obviously i'm going to be less prepared than know where i'm at with it than fucking you are aren't i yeah that's true although I, I didn't really think about who I think is going to fall. I One thing I do know for sure, the Warriors, they're falling. Like, mm. I have no doubt in my mind they're falling. Whether they fall outside the eight, I don't know. What is it makes you so confident in that? I, I think so too, but... I think they've got the systems in place to not fall dramatically mm. and not make last year just be an outlier. But I just think the competition's getting that much better that... They lost to the better teams quite convincingly when they versed them, like Brisbane, yeah. Penrith in, in the finals. So I think while all these teams – I couldn't really define who's going to get worse because I, I just think the competition's getting that much better. Well, stop that- sitting on the fence, mate, and work it <laughs> fucking out. God, Jesus. No, but do you know what I mean? No. Just work it out. Make a decision. Well, stop I, said, being I said my answers. What are yeah, your answers? So, yes. Yeah, so, oh, look, oh, as I said to you to start with, I found it very hard yeah. to split, you know, third to – 15, I just find that hard to split. I don't, it's going to be a fucking awesome year of footy for that reason. For sure. You didn't even have to answer the question because I think that's a perfect answer. Let's get into NRL news. David Nofaluma has been terminated from his contract at the West Tigers. He's been paid out 300000 of his $1 million contract for poor behaviour at training and at Tigers. I think this is a great move for the Tigers. I think they're setting a culture and Nofaluma just seems like the guy that's never bought in completely. And for someone like Nofaluma, being at a club with such low standards for a long time, I think it is a bit of a shock to the system. Mm. And he... He's come in with all this new board, all Benji. Very business, eh? Yeah. He's been there for a long time and, yeah, very businessy. Yeah, and Benji's bloody come in with all these standards. Benji played with him too, so it would have been hard. Yeah, a bit awkward. Uh, I think he can – I don't think his NRL career is over, but Mm. I think this is a very sharp blip in the radar. Uh, I think he's going to find it hard to find a club that wants to buy him, but I think when he does get that contract, I don't think he'll disappoint. Unless he's pretty he's, old. He's on the back end. I, he might only have another year. Super League could be the option. Yeah. But $300,000 payout, like, that could last him. It seems good, but it also doesn't. I, my first thought was, like, I think you'd be disappointed. You'd kind of want your million, you know what I mean? Well, he, he, took, like it, it, he took it quite. He took it well, did he? Like the, <laughs> he probably in his, there's probably something in his contract that. 
Well, I'm pretty sure we got reports over it just over the weekend, and by today, it's been confirmed that he's been paid out three hundred thousand. So you reckon it was um a, an act? What do they call it? Like a, it was a equal thing. They were both agreeable to it, or I don't reckon. I reckon it nah, that they had the shit to him. No, nah, he, he had to agree to it to leave. So I think he's just mm. thought, if I don't take it, I'm going to walk away with nothing eventually because they're going to take me to the arse. They, there's, I don't know what's happened, but um, yeah. Well, well, if it's a positive sign if they fit. Do you think that's a negative part of the culture? You know, they yeah, say if there's cancer sure. in it, cut it out, don't there's let it spread. There's been way so. too many rumours about him with poor attitude, so I think that's good for the Tigers and good for the Tigers' culture going forward. Hopefully Nofaluma can get a contract because he is a talent, but if he doesn't, then it's probably for the better for the NRL. NRL have introduced a new rule change, so no penalties for kicking out on the full or having a dropout that goes out on the full. So this dumb. would just like be this. replaced with a play the ball. What are your thoughts? My big, my first thought is the game is in the balance. A team is two points behind. They've just converted a try. They're two points behind, and a team just needs to kick it deep, defend their set to finish the game. They kick it out on the full. The other team should be able to take the two points from the fifty meter line to equal the game, but instead they're not they're not penalised. I just think in certain scenarios the penalty should be warranted. But what are your thoughts on this one? I just think it takes away less of the like talent, the skill in the game, the the, the competition of it. It's sort of just like a bit of a cop out. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't. I, I never even had any idea that they were leading into this being a thing, like that there was an issue there and what the problem is. But yeah, I just see uh, if you're um, if you're like an attacking side, my opinion is that there's just less reason to go for that short grubber kick now, knowing that you know there's no consequence to them taking the short 10 that you know you just have to play it there I, like I see teams running the ball a bit more knowing because there's a pretty good return ratio of teams getting the ball back when they take a short uh, kickoff and the only reason people wouldn't do it is because of the consequence of the two points or whatever so if the two points has been taken off the you know the table I just see that teams it could be it could increase the attack. Imagine if teams are just down there and they always go for the run, or there could be more high kicks where they chase it up. I can only see the low ones going if it's like you know through to a player that's actually trying to score. I don't see them trying to yeah. get trying to earn um, that drop out as much now. Yeah, listen, I've heard uh, a lot of podcasts just dwell on about this, so I'm not going to go into it too much. But I just think if if there's no penalties for kicking it out on the full, then I think for uh, for line dropouts, uh, for set restarts, it shouldn't be seven tackle sets. Even though I wasn't against the seven tackle sets initially, I just think now just to even out the playing field yeah. if that's what you're going to do. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, ma- make it, just give some incentive. Like at least if they're going to kick a dead, then then they're not penalised as well because I don't think they should be penalised seven tackles when – this other team is not getting penalised for kicking it out on the full. They're getting the exact same result for... The then again, I don't think there might be more high balls. There might be less high balls because you've put the high ball up and it does, you know, go dead or whatever. It doesn't land where you need it to, which happens can happen a bit or out or something. Then they've, 
Yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I think it's weird. I think they're going to change it up a lot, and I don't like it. Flanagan locks in Sloan as his fullback for round one. Flanagan is locked in at 5'8". Lomax and Sloan have both been training at fullback and wing and may shift throughout the game with Bird confirmed to start in the centres. This is a weird one because he's confirmed Sloan to start at fullback, which means Lomax is not starting at fullback, but he's also confirmed Bird in centre to start the season where you does say, that leave? Where does that leave Suli and Lomax? Does that mean Lomax Lomax is actually going to start at fullback and Sloan on the wing, and they're just going to shift? Um, I think it. I really think it's weird that coaches come out and lock in positions this early because I just don't think it benefits the team whatsoever. Uh, one thing I do like, I do like Flanagan locked in at five eight. I think he's going to do well there, and just having a coach that's going to back him for once. <laughs> I'm excited. He's old man. Yeah. <laughs> He's old man. And how it always goes at rep football. Yeah. But I'm excited for Flanagan for this season. If he doesn't perform, this is his platform to do so. And if he does, uh, I don't think anyone can bag him. But thoughts so on three? Is that three now? Three coaches in the NRL that have the, their son playing under him? Oh, no, Brad Arthur's changed. Oh, that would be that would have been four. So that then works. you've got Kevy and um, his son. So there's only, yeah, there is three, but there could have been four. Well, it's really funny because, like, there's Flanagan and Flanagan, who are halves. Walters and Walters, who h- hooker. And then Cleary and Cleary, who were both halves. I'm oh, pretty sure. No, Cleary's dad was, I think he never played in the halves. I think yeah, he, he did. Was, I don't think he did. I'm pretty sure he I'm played also, halfback. I'm pretty sure he didn't. I'm pretty sure he was a centre, but I could be wrong, but I'm just pretty certain he wasn't a halfback. I'm Googling that, but what are your thoughts on Sloan being confirmed fullback? Yeah, I mean, he's got lots of skill there, but there's, yeah, hasn't really nailed it yet. Hopefully, one year on, he really comes into his own because I think he does have a lot of talent. He played as a fullback and centre. This whole time, I thought he was a 5'8". I think it's just because he's a goal kicker. It reminded me of Jason Taylor, who was one of my favourite players growing Mm. up. Brad Arthur confirms two hookers will not happen in his side. He's going to play one hooker for 80 minutes. Brendan Hands and Joey Lusick will fight it out. Do you reckon, when he says he was playing them for 80 minutes, do you reckon he'll, when he like, has one 80-minute hooker, he says 80-minute hooker, but do you reckon instead of having a like another hooker on the bench, a special hooker, he might just have someone else? Just to spell them? Yeah, like a second rower that comes in and plays 20 or something there. Or I honestly don't hate that tactic. I just think... I like what Brad Arthur's done I here. I can't see either no, of them playing a full 80 no, yet. I don't but, know that they're ready, but we'll see what happens. I like what he's done here because... When I told Lusick's been... They're I mean. both very similar players, and I don't think they both fit in their top 17 players. So I think get your best 17 players, get your best hooker that can play that position. If they need a rest, spell them. There's no point wasting a bench spot just to replace mediocrity with mediocrity. Just get whoever's going to start round one, get them rock hard fit, and (laughs) then, yeah, Bob's your uncle. Yeah. We'll see how it plays out. I don't know. Moving on to the next four in our top five series, we're going over the Dolphins, Manly, Cowboys, and Parramatta. We're going to go over their top five players, and we'll kick it off with the Dolphins. Timmy, you have the floor. Yep, so number one, uh, I've got Hammer. Uh, I wouldn't have picked him until last year's season. I you know, didn't think as much of him, but geez, he really showed that he is a top footy player. Uh, so I've got him as number one. Two, Herbie Farnworth. 
three, Flegler. I think Flegler's obviously, you know, an origin player and offers a lot as a middle forward. But I just think the flair of Farnworth, I think the pizzazz of him, oh, that's why I've got him ahead. Kafusi at four. Kenny Bromwich at five. I will say it was very hard to split. There's you could because this side's made up of a lot of sort of not superstars, but <clears throat> they're all kind of on the same playing field. Nearly their whole side, like I've nearly, nearly every single player I went through, I've had special mentions, and I couldn't really leave anyone out. So shout out to the rest of the side. I think you've left left a massive one out. I've gone with Hammer at number one. Um, before last season, I was so against him being a fullback. I didn't see it. I didn't see the ball playing. I didn't think he was tough enough to take the tough carries. Are you going to say Sean O'Sullivan? No. Um, don't don't dwell on it. Let me t- say my story on Hammer. Um, I think he proved himself as an elite player last year, and he's an Australian centre now. Mm. We can't deny that. Number two, Jeremy Marshall King is, for me, yeah. I think he's easily in their top he's my, five. He, look, he's my first... The first special mention. Okay, okay, so you didn't you didn't miss him. You I didn't, didn't miss always, him. I've got all of them there, but he was my first special mention. Yep. But yeah, but you didn't mention him. Um, number three, I've got Flegler. I think Flegler is just a bit better than Farmworth, just because a, for, a forwards ability and an outside backs ability. Oh, I mean, you, you could put them pretty much even. I've put Farmworth at four. I couldn't split a hair between them. I swapped them around. I just think Flegler offers them a bit more. I've got number five. I think I probably have neglected the likes of Felice Kafusi, Kenny Bromwich, Jesse Bromwich. I put Azarko there, and I guess this is more of a rolling top five, like who they can't live without. Like he was their top try scorer, top point scorer last year, kicked all their goals. He had a great year, but then in saying that, if they had another goal scorer, they would have still kicked goals. And then if someone but, was on the right wing, they probably still would have scored a lot of those tries yeah, too. Yeah, but his centre pairing changed throughout the year. It was someone different every year, and he still kept up the try scoring. I think – I don't know. I'm I'm happy to put Kafusi or one of these other guys there because I don't think it should just be based on try scoring because I think that's, that's beta rugby league analysis if – you're putting someone who just because they score tries and score lots of points. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think he is someone who really stood out and was really, really helped to them kick off their debut year. Um, Manly, I've got Turbo number one, DCE number two, Olakwatu number three, number four, Jerbo, and number five, I struggled to split these. Yeah, we've got pretty much almost the same sentence. You all have said almost the same word verbatim is what you did like it was a script except i've got one player swapped with what so i've got turbo number one dce number two gerbo number three olakawatu number four and then i've got hard to split which is <laughs> number five garrick and cooler as well as brooks well so, i've actually got cooler and brooks so garrick's a nice one to put in there yeah and i couldn't really I didn't what quite, they offer different things i didn't quite want to put cooler in there as a hard solid because I don't think he's shown enough mm. for for a long period of time. Yeah. But, um, yeah, very interesting one there. Tough one, isn't it? Um, but I think we can agree Turbo is number one by far. Cowboys. The Cowboys. This is a this is a so hard to rank. Um, the order's tough for me, but my number one I think is pretty controversial and I think there'll be a few disagreements. Uh, but I've got Scott Drinkwater. I've got Scott Drinkwater. Yeah, I just think he's he had a bad rap on him and not as big a rap as what he does offer an attack. 
he can have some quieter games here and there. For Supercoach, it's not been uh, great all the time, but I reckon he's a, he's a gun footy player. He's can my I, number one. Can I just say why I put him at number one? All these other guys miss time throughout the season, and you could argue that Valentine Holmes should be number one because they just didn't win games towards the end of the season. But yeah. when Drinkwater was suspended early on with that really good draw... They, they really miss that X factor. And I think without him, they don't fire a shot. So he's number one for me. Yeah, so then number two, I've got Val Holmes, which is, yeah, look, he's oh, a centre. I've then got Val Holmes too. You're a bit rough on my Herbie Farnworth as a three, at number two because he's a centre. But by the same yeah. thing, these guys are very skillful. Yeah. They're very talented individualists, you know what I mean? Yeah, they're not c- controlling the game and – Conducting it and setting up everything, but when they do their thing, they're elite at their thing. Yeah. So yeah. So I've got yeah two uh, Val Holmes, three. I've got Tom Dearden. I've got Tom Dearden number three. And I thought it's a pretty tough one too. Number four, I've got Reuben Cotter. <laughs> number four, I've got Reuben Cotter. And then five is hard. I've got three players: Lolo, Nanai, and Robson. I'm going to push Robson to the side now. Is and pick between Nanai and Lolo. I, I, Lolo on reputation, Nanai up and coming. Nanai, Lolo. Oh, I can't. Nanai. I'm going to go with Nanai. I've got Tao Malolo at number four. It's crazy it's how, like, eh? I'm putting these people in positions and I'm not putting great amounts of thought into it. And when I am when I do that, I'm thinking. Lolo we... at his best probably jumps up that list oh, quite a fair sure. bit, but he's just been a bit. Underutilized, under his potent best, so that's why he's down that list for Tamalolo me. is number five for me, just because Nanai is—he's got a lot that he could offer. Mm. He hasn't quite shown it yet, yeah. and he hasn't quite impacted their season. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, it's very Tamalolo, exciting. Some of the play, yeah. like when he like—it seems like he jumps from the twenty meter line sometimes to, to land under the, <laughs> to land under the try line yeah. goalpost. You're like, how do you do that? Yeah, so I'm actually quite happy that we've gone very similar because I think it means we're looking at the game very similar, which could be a bad thing too. <laughs> it could mean we're seeing the game completely wrong. But I guess that moves us on to Parramatta. Um, this one actually very this surprised me a lot. I reckon this list was easy for me. This was easy, but this surprised me, and it I'll, I'll go through it. So number yep. one is Moses for me. Yep, got Moses. Number, number two one. is Dylan Brown for yep. me. Number two. Number Banks. three is Gutherson. Yep. And I was really surprised with that because there's not many teams where you could put three of the four spine members in the top three. So that just proves how good a position. They should be a better side. They should be a better side. And I I didn't put them in my list who I think is going to rise in in the ladder this year because they haven't added much. um, Mm. But I think if they come in with the right attitude, they can definitely shake up the competition. It just proves they're top three players. He got a four. Hopgood. Yeah, same. <laughs> and five, I think, is a standout easy Madison. I've got Madison. <laughs> yeah, sweet. And then I've got special men- uh, mention to Penasini on the rise. He's a Penasini. I I didn't quite think of him, but I think he's a really good shout. Um, I think harsh to miss out, miss out was RCG and Junior Paulo. Yeah. But I don't think they play enough minutes and – they're always all right without them too. Mm. Like they, if they have got one of them, they're fine. Mm. They don't need both of them. Um, so, 
Yeah, I, I'm actually so surprised that we we're so similar. We didn't even speak about it, about who our top five are. Yeah, so I think some teams are a little bit easier to work out. Like that one, the order just felt pretty simple. Yep. I thought the Cowboys was hard to arrange. You know, Tom Dearden, is like he's going to be the successor to in the Cowboys. He's going to be the successor most likely to DCE. Yep. I reckon that Sammy Walker will evolve in time to sort of take that reins, though. Do you think Sam Walker's in for a massive season? Um, yeah. What have, we, what have I got on Sam Walker? Um, do, I've got him. Oh, okay. This that's why he's, I'm thinking. Well, I've got notes on him, but I don't know why I would have notes on him. So I haven't got to halfback, but I've done all my We're players. Halfback next for Supercoach. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll be doing that through this week, but yeah, Sam Walker. I've got. Pretty high up for the Roosters yep. in their list, yep. which I thought, and I've got in brackets controversial. I just think that yeah, he's a tiny little body, but fuck, he's talented. All right, you've got you've got a brand new segment for for me. Oh no, we scrapped that. What? Well, I was telling you when we set it up. I just I, I couldn't find anything that was equal matching to sort of compare. I've I've prepared nothing. Oh well, you told me that we we're going to do that. Um, Ranking oh, no, thing. still do it, still do it, still do it. And Okay, I'll, I'll make something up. No, if it's no good, we scrap. Okay, Fine. I'll make it up. So would you... Um, you I, I had a brilliant segment set up for today and you're like... Oh, I didn't like that like, segment. No, it's perfect. What was it again? I didn't like it when you said it. It's pretty much a... Um, it's like a... Um, a game show, so you you ask each other three rugby league related questions. Yeah, well, that's fucked because they're not like you need someone, an independent source asking the questions. Otherwise, I'm going to ask you the hardest fucking questions I can find. I'm not going to try it, you know, like I want to win the game. I'm not going to try and be like, who's the halfback for the Penrith Panthers? You know what I mean? I'm going to try and like, so you're going to do the same too. And we're both going to just sit here looking like dickheads, not being able to answer the questions. So we're trying to find the hardest fucking questions in NRL fucking stats history, just so we can win the fucking comp. It's going to both look like dumb cunts. So it's a stupid segment. All right, let's do, would you rather? Yeah, this is a stupid segment too, because everything I fucking matched up, like one's just peaked better than the other. Yeah. But okay. So would you rather, for the chance to win a million dollars, would you rather fight, Pain Hass, or would you rather race Josh Adokar in a race over 100? Like, which one do you think you'd have a better chance at winning? Oh, the, the race for sure. You reckon? So you don't need to hope that he'd fall over because any other day of the week you're never going to beat Josh Adokar. So for a million dollars, you're going to need him to fall over or pull a hammy. You're not beating Pain Hass in a fight. Yeah, but that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, the only reason I'd go for the, the race is because. Either way, you're not going to get hurt. You still got your Unless you <laughs> yeah. hammy. Yeah, but there's Actually, no chance of getting hurt. On the weekend, I've never really done a bad leg injury or anything. But you'd probably have a better chance of, as much as I know you can't fight, I can't fight either, but I, I don't think you'd have much of a chance against pain. But you could you could hope that he sort of tripped over in the fight too and then just get him to do a couple of dog shots. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's that one. Um, what's another? Would you rather? Okay, would you rather play NRL... Like, in, like, obviously, you've passed that point in your life, but would you, if you could have the choice, would you have rather play NRL for a whole year in a side or and be unforgotten and be forgotten by now? Yep. Or be like, a current assistant coach in the NRL? 
that's successful. NRL player. An unsuccessful year. footy yep. player yep. than a uh, successful... Yep. yep, okay. Denning cool. Kemp. Look at Denning... Oh, was he successful though? Like He played first grade on the wing for quite a while. Yeah, I mean, he scored four tries once. He, like at least he's, he's got he's, highlights. Would, would he's I have no, any highlights? He's no Steve Renoff, but... Would I have any highlights? Of course there's highlights. He's played plenty of games. There'd be fucking heaps of highlights of him. All right, I've got one for you. Would you rather um, be in the... I think he... De- <laughs> I could be very wrong about um, Denon Kemp, but I think he debuted the same time, the same game as Darius Boyd. I just remember them both being on wings, and I thought they were almost the same person. I thought they looked exactly the same. They played in the same team, so... I don't, but I think they might have debuted the same... Yeah, I could be wrong about that, but yeah. I thought they were Don't throw out accusations. Sp- you don't, you're yeah. not 100% sure you're wrong. You, <laughs> you're worried about looking like a dickhead. Wild and, and then you look like but a I'm dickhead. But I'm just saying, I, like, from my memory, because if you want to fucking take this outside, bro, you won't fucking need to worry about paying ass, bro. I'll fucking smash All right. you, bro. Would you rather play in the NRL? Mm-hmm. You, you're a you're a 300-game veteran. You're one of the greats of the game. Yeah. Yep. Off, off-field drama. Jared Hayne type off-field drama. Okay. You're pretty much disowned by the NRL. Okay, let's just say, like, not to put any name on it, but you're, you're, yeah, you're dishonored by the NRL and your name is is, is a bit... bit tainted. Tainted, yeah. Tainted. Or would you rather be... play for 15 games and just be known as someone like, uh, let's say, Chad Redman? Do you remember him? Nah. Play for Newcastle, or how about um, you? Not putting a name on on my tainted thing, like I guess what the level of the tainted. Oh, the tainted's like you, you're frowned upon, and yeah, I'd go with the non frowned upon. I don't want to have to sort of. I want to go to sleep easy and not. Yeah, have you're to, the ris- you you don't you don't take risks like that, do you? Yeah, no, I, I, I don't want to be. Now you really yeah. fucked today's show by not going through with this segment because. I'm sorry, bro. You really fucked it. Well, it's a longer show than normal. Like it's it's fine. It's We're not the end of the day. I've asked you a couple of would All you right, rather. So we'll make sure that Timmy doesn't. Okay. So would you rather? You ready for my next last? Would you rather? Yep. Would you rather be like known for the the bubbler incident or the Australia Day um, dog loving the incident? Bub- the bubbler incident. Yeah. Yeah. They're both kind of. Oh, I reckon they're very on they're both par. I- they're both very innocent in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, and I think they're too hard. They're pretty, a little bit – they're not like, you know, it's a, you're not actually doing the dogs. A little bit of like you could do it with a teddy bear and it's a bit of a pretending action. It's a bit silly behaviour to do in Australia Day. Um, the other one, Bubbles, I mean, fun. I've actually attempted it myself when I was quite drunk. The bubbler? Yeah, but I'm not a celebrity and also actually, on the internet, so. I kind of always do the bubbler when, when I've got like a lot of piss. To, yeah, I went nowhere near it. But no, <laughs> but I, I don't eat it. I just like – it comes up in my direction. I see how high I can you go. Wave to get out, Do buddy. you ever stand like you're going in the toilet and then you just go from a massive distance? No, nah, I used to that, but I'll just sort of keep it safe these days. Yeah, right. All right. Cheers for listening to On the Burst. Uh, make sure to subscribe to the YouTube, subscribe to the audio platforms. And have you got anything else, Timmy? No, look, you've given me a little bit of fucking attitude um, this today, mate. So if you want to, like, if you want to sort it out, bro, like, let's. Um, what do you want to do? How, how do we want to sort this out? Do we want to have a beep test? Do we want to have... Yes. Yeah, like, I mean, we can... And then, like, if I lose the beep test, we'll find something else that I can beat you in. I think you're going to smash me, but just for fun. Oh, I don't mind getting slaughtered out in uh, physical activities. I'm pretty excited. I could do the beep test. All right, cool. All right.
Then maybe listening. you'll shut up once I fucking smash you. 